All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to get moving and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. Getting huge, well, it isn't required to get fit. But it can be a fun short-term goal. And even if you don't really want huge quads, well, there are many reasons to make them stronger. And that's what we're going to get into today, because recently I got a call on the good old Get Fit Guy hotline from a listener named Dion, who asked this. I just have to know, what is the recipe for huge quads? I know you have to eat right and do resistance training, but what exactly like will make my quads huge? Okay, while I'm not a bodybuilder, nor do I think we need to have huge muscles in order to be fit and healthy, I do completely appreciate where Dion is coming from. We all have bucket list goals that go beyond being healthy and fit. I mean, personally, I've done more than 50 races of varying lengths between 5K runs to Ironman triathlons, knowing full well that I was going too far, literally and figuratively. So without straying too much from my own fitness and health raison d'etre, let's look at how to build some powerful and perhaps huge quads. First, the quadricep, or quads, are the four muscles located on the front of your leg or your thigh. Those four muscles contract together to either flex, lift, the hip, or extend and straighten the knee. Sounds simple, right? Well, kind of is. The four muscles that make up the quadriceps are the rectus femoris, the vastus lateralis, the vastus medialis, which includes the often envied vastus medialis oblique, or VMO, which looks pretty awesome, and the vastus intermedius. So when we think about exercising the quadriceps, we focus on moving the hip from an extended to a flexed position by bending the joint, and also moving the knee from a flexed to an extended position by straightening that joint. Now, anatomically speaking, the quadriceps are the primary muscles that support your knee bone. So if you have weakness in your quads, that can lead to knee instability. And if there's too much instability in your knees, that can lead to an increase of wear and tear within the joint. Not to mention that people who often exhibit quadricep weakness end up also exhibiting these following conditions, and runners, you may recognize a few of these. Patellar femoral stress syndrome, iliotibial band friction syndrome, and patellar tendonitis or tendinosis. 
The quadriceps are involved in several important daily tasks, including things like standing up from a seated position and also supporting your knees while you stand or walk. So, as I said earlier, if you have weakness in your quads, that can lead to knee instability, and too much knee instability can lead to excessive wear and tear within that joint. In fact, in a 2019 study published in the Journal of Rheumatology, researchers performed isometric strength testing on 163 people between the ages of 40 and 79. They then categorized those individuals as either having normal or weak quadriceps. Now, over the 3.3 years, 15.5% of the study participants experienced a loss of knee cartilage, which was measured and observed by using a magnetic resonance imaging machine, or an MRI. This loss of knee cartilage occurred in 44% of those with quadriceps weakness, compared with 11.7% of those with normal quad strength. And, well, you don't have to be a math whiz to recognize that trend. Weak quads lead to an increased risk in cartilage loss. So, if you don't want to end up with quote-unquote bad knees, well, you should probably look after your quads. Now, in the question, Dion used the words, get huge. So before I get into the exercises and workouts that I suggest for building strong quads, let's briefly talk about how you build huge muscles. The fact that we're focusing on the legs puts us at an immediate advantage. In fact, a study published in the Scandinavian Journal of Medicine and Science in Sports showed that one of the best ways to get bigger arms, specifically the biceps, is to train your legs. <laughs> what? I know, right? Well, remember that our bodies are a network of nerves and fibers and muscles. And when we train the big muscles in our legs, we encourage a large release of anabolic or muscle-building hormones, specifically testosterone and growth hormone, that affect the entire body. Now, in the study, the two leg exercises that resulted in the biggest biceps were heavy barbell squats with a weight that fatigues you by eight repetitions and heavy walking lunges with a weight that fatigues you in 20 feet or 6 meters. Now, lucky for us, both of these exercises also heavily involve the quads, so we're off to a great start in the huge department. Now, another factor in getting huge is focusing on high-volume workouts, or time under tension. Now, time under tension, or TUT, refers to the amount of time a muscle is strained during an exercise set. The idea is that increased time under tension will force your muscles to work harder for a higher volume, which optimizes muscular strength, endurance, and growth. These types of workouts help build muscle size in part by initiating that same release of those anabolic hormones that I mentioned earlier. The next focus should be on training to failure, but not on every set. When you take your workouts to muscle failure, or the point at which you can't do any more reps with good form, you initiate biological chemical responses, both within the muscle cells and by stimulating anabolic hormones. Now, a good rule of thumb here is to only take your heaviest sets all the way to failure, but not your light or your warm-up sets. 
Alternatively, you could use something called a drop set in your workouts. And as I wrote in a previous Get Fit Guy article and podcast, drop sets are simply a technique where you perform a weighted resistance training set of any exercise to failure, then drop some weight off of the bar, and then continue the set with that reduced weight to failure, and then you drop more weight off the bar and do another set, and so on and so on. The idea is that drop sets eventually activate the more stubborn or hidden muscle fibers that are deep down inside that particular muscle group, your quads, for example. And by doing that, you can cause hypertrophy or muscle growth that isn't achieved with a standard set. Now, as Dion said, what you eat can also have a big impact on muscle building. And well, that's not really my area of expertise, so I'm going to direct you to the Nutrition Divas article and podcast called How to Build More Muscle with Less Protein for some advice on getting enough protein without going overboard and risking putting on a bunch of body fat instead of muscle. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. Now, all right, here are nine exercises to help you get huge quads. With a few simple weights and some resistance bands, you can do these exercises without even having to go to the gym. Now, here's an important caveat. Most quad strengthening exercises place a significant amount of stress on your knee joint, so be sure to check with your doctor before you start these or any other exercise program particularly if you have experienced pain or discomfort during these exercises in the past. Now, number one is the straight leg raise. Lying flat on your back, engage your quadriceps and lift one of your legs about a foot or two off the floor. Then lower it nearly back down to the ground and repeat. Now make sure you keep your knee straight but not locked and hold for a second or two at the top of the movement before you start to lower your leg. Now once you're comfortable with doing this movement, you can add an ankle weight or a resistance band to make it more and more challenging. The next exercise is the short arc quads. Now the short arc quad exercise is a great way to focus on contracting your quads. Now again, you start by lying flat on your back and you put maybe a soccer ball or a basketball under your knee to prop it up. Then slowly straighten your bent knee until it is all the way straight. Then engage your quad with your toes dorsal flexed up towards the ceiling. 
Hold it tight for five to 10 seconds and then slowly lower your leg back down and relax. Again, once you're comfortable, you can add more reps or some weight or some resistance. The next exercise is called Bulgarian split squats. To set yourself up for the split squat, you stand normally and then take a long step forward like you would if you were about to do a lunge. You allow the heel of your back foot to come off the ground. Then keeping your trunk nice and upright and your front shin perpendicular to the floor, lower yourself down until your back knee almost touches the floor. Then pause for a second and then push your body back up to that starting position. Now to make this squat Bulgarian, raise your back foot onto a bench or a chair. And here's a quick tip. If you have trouble balancing, well, you can hold onto a chair or the wall until you feel more stable at least. Safety first, everybody. Now the next exercise is wall slides or sits. Now the wall slide exercise works multiple muscle groups, including your quads, your glutes, and your hamstrings. So you start with your back against the wall, feet shoulder width apart, and your heels about thigh distance from the wall. Slowly bend your knees and start sliding your back down the wall for a count of five. Then pause when your knees are bent at a 45 degree angle and hold this position for five or 10 seconds. Then slowly straighten your knees while sliding back up the wall until you are upright with your knees straight. Then of course, repeat. And I've actually got a video on my YouTube channel at brockarmstrong.com YouTube that shows a whole bunch of ways that you can use a wall sit. Now here's an important caveat. Stop if you feel any increased pain or difficulty with this exercise. Never push through pain. Now the next exercise is the side lying leg raise. Start this one lying on your side with your hips, knees, and feet stacked directly on top of one another. Rest your top arm in front of you and use your hand to maintain your balance. Then keeping your top leg straight, lift it up to hip height and then hold it for a count of two or three seconds. Then slowly lower your leg. Again, add more reps and more weight when this movement starts to feel too easy. And here's a quick tip. Once you're really good at this movement, you will want to change to a standing position and use a cable machine to add more and more resistance. And the next exercise is the terminal knee extension. The terminal knee extension, or TKE, is a simple and effective quad strengthener that you can do in a standing position. You'll need a resistance band for this exercise, and you'll tie it around a stable object so it's anchored around knee height. Then step the targeted leg into the loop of the resistance band so the resistance band is looped around your slightly bent knee. Then you slowly straighten your knee, creating tension on the band. Once your knee is straight and the band has maximum tension on it, hold the position for three to five seconds. Then slowly allow your knee to bend again. Take a second before you do your next rep and be sure that the band hasn't moved. And the next exercise is bridging. Now, the actual main target of the hip bridge is the erector spini, which runs from your neck to your tailbone. But doing this exercise strengthens and engages your hip abductors, your gluteus maximus, and your hamstrings. On the other end of the movement, it hits your rectus abdominis, your obliques, and our current hero, the quadriceps. Start on your back with your knees bent and your arms by your hips. 
Your feet should be about hip width apart and your heels as close to your buttocks as you feel comfortable with. Then you push through your heels and lift your hips off the ground while contracting your glutes. At the top of the movement, you want to create one straight diagonal line from your shoulders all the way to your knees. Then pause in that diagonal position and then lower back down slowly. Don't rush this one. And once again, once this body weight movement gets too easy, you can add weight by placing a barbell across your hips. And again, if you go to brockarmstrong.com YouTube, you can find a video of mine demonstrating all kinds of bridge variations. And the next exercise is the dumbbell or barbell step up. For this one, you stand in front of a stair, a step, or a box of appropriate height, lower for beginners and closer to knee height for you pros. Then you hold onto dumbbells or you put a barbell across your shoulders. You step up onto the box or the platform with your right foot, pressing through the heel to straighten your right leg. Then bring your left foot to meet your right foot and tap your toe on the step. Then bend your right knee and step down with the left foot. Then bring your right foot down so you have both feet on the ground again. Then you start again on the other side. And again, you'll find a video for this at brockarmstrong.com YouTube. Now here's a quick tip. Don't push off with your lower leg. The work should be focused on the leading leg. If you push off the ground, you'll reduce the load of the upper leg and the exercise will not be as effective. Now, I'd be remiss if I gave you all these exercises but didn't talk about avoiding tight quads. Now, once all these exercises are done, don't forget to maintain your mobility and gain some amount of flexibility in the quad as well, because tight quads are common in athletes and even more common when your focus is on developing more quad strength. And if you aren't diligent about stretching your quads after a workout like this, well, you might find that you start to get some upper leg tightness. Now, as my friend Abby Carver from Yoga 15 says, Additionally, there is the issue of muscular imbalance. When the hamstrings and glutes are weak, the quadriceps have to remain partially contracted or hypertonic in order to stabilize the hips and knees. And unfortunately, this discrepancy in strength increases with the repetition of movement. The quads get tighter, the glutes and hamstrings become weaker, and this, in due course, can lead to pain, injury, and reduced performance. Now, Abby has a great series of quad stretches that you can do if you're so inclined, and I'll link to those in the show notes over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com, but if nothing else, try this one. The quad stretch or low lunge. Standing normally, feet hip width apart, step your right foot forward into a lunge, then drop your left knee and release your back foot so the top of your foot is resting on the ground. Then, check that your front knee is directly above your ankle. Tilt your pelvis up until you feel the stretch in the front of your left thigh. Stay in this pose for 5-10 to 10 deep breaths, but don't force yourself into a deeper lunge. Let your breath relax you into it. Now, when you're done with that side, tuck your toes back under and step into a kneeling position. Take a moment to breathe before you move into the other side. Now, working to keep your quadriceps strong can help you achieve your maximum mobility and can even help decrease your risk of injury in sports and as you age. But 
If you experience any pain during or after any of these exercises, make sure you check with a physiotherapist or sport doc to make sure that there isn't some bigger issue at play. We've got to be safe while we're getting huge. Now, before you go, I want to let you know that Monica Reinagel, the nutrition diva, and I are doing a free workshop online. And during that free workshop, we are going to be revealing how to let go of everything you know about losing weight and finally get ready to experience life as someone who weighs less for the long term. So if that interests you at all, make sure to go over and register for this free workshop at wayless.life slash no yo yo. That's no yo yo dieting. So it's wayless.life slash no yo yo. And don't forget to tune into the podcast next week because that episode is going to be all about those crazy training masks that you see people wearing and how they may or may not relate to those masks that we're wearing to protect each other from the coronavirus and whether they're helping or hindering our fitness. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get some huge quads. Quads.